Showtime. Get up, Daly. Oh, oh, no! That's my main man right there. Look, now Daily and or Milo? No, you're good. Right. Now Daily and his fucking Daily soundboard are quiet. <laughs> Silence by Jar Jar. Yeah, oh, there you go. Oh, muy, muy, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reverby, Jar Jar. Yeah, it's all fucking. He's talking into his jar. Oh, muy, muy, I love you. So that's triple jar. Welcome to the Awkward High Five Podcast, where it's all Jar Jar all the time. This is a Jar Jar Rock Block weekend, where it's going to be four Jar Jars in a row, followed by a few car blanches. This is embarrassing. Fucking Jar Jar. (laughs) God damn it. Daily, you need... I actually listened to our last episode, and let me say this. You guys sound fantastic. It's unbelievable. Killing it. But you need to talk closer into your microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was listening to it in my car, and it's like I'm 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 like very for front, and we're all mixed the same. So I, so like our mics are all the same levels, and I'm in front, and you're like a little bit below me, and then like Daly's in the background yeah. like this. So guys, <laughs> so uh, to, uh, well now I have a get good, all up in that pudus. I get, oh man, I was saying pudus in my head. I was like, <laughs> no, you're never gonna forget it if you keep saying pudus. You son of a bitch. You, you look, you get up in the morning, you look in the mirror, and you're like pudus. Actually, I was figuring my belly button, and I was like. <laughs> is this better yes that's okay, good. okay yes yes okay. that's good Fantastic. i just want i just want the people out there to hear your voice your voice needs to be heard yeah i, I keep getting anytime i talk to someone they're like i really like the show i'm like any creative criticism no but daily's crazy it's like a, <laughs> it's like a common common response to like me so i, I love it i love hearing that because yeah, I, don't, I don't get that i fucking well you are you crazy don't ask anybody no i'm not crazy no, no, crazy like funny, crazy. That's... Told you, bitch was crazy. <laughs> bitch would be crazy. crazy. <laughs> Dave, I got a little a little thing I'm I'm doing for you here today. I, I, I was bobbing my head before the show started, and because I had my headphones on, no one knew. Uh huh. And it goes a little something like this. Kick little, it. Little jam. Cart blanche. Cart blanche. Cart blanche. Cart blanche. Cart blanche. Say what? Cart blanche. 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 I fucked it up. Well, <laughs> here, here's up. the thing with that. I don't. I don't mind it so much when it's coming from a soundboard. As long as, oh, yeah. as long as you two guys don't say every other fucking word. Oh, I won't. It's fantastic. I'll speak to you through a soundboard as well. 
carte blanche. Carte blanche. That's a ten. I'm sorry, I'm not even. Uh, <laughs> He's getting out of hand. It's showtime. We have to take him out back. That was good. So we're, we got uh, got some soundboards. I have two more, but I'm saving them. Okay. For you, buddy. For me. For you. Oh, that's nice. So we'll jump right in. Yeah. Let's dive right in. Let's let's. For any of you Patreons out there that listen to your Patreon show, like I did. Man, Dev, uh, that was that was an amazing intro to the Patreon. I gotta say. Oh, because of uh, just letting it roll for a while. Just let it roll forever. I was like, what? I just what want am to, I gonna say? I want the Patreons to uh, catch the behinds. Yeah, yeah, the behind the scenes. I didn't, I didn't listen to that whole beginning part. I think I listen. I always scan listen. Get out of town, like the way you fucking YouTube scan listen. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I heard I heard us babbling about shit, and I was like, oh, that's just the beginning, and I just skipped until I didn't hear that anymore. But I didn't realize how long it was i have to say that i have to apologize to our, our fine patreons that the show was a day late and i'm going to take full responsibility for that because it, <laughs> i completely <laughs> forgot and it has nothing that look there's nobody i love more than than the people that support this show and i want them to have a timely show but sunday i had a long beach day saturday night was a little rough on the drinking and I just completely like I, like Monday morning I woke up and I was like oh fuck I never put up the Patreon show yesterday and I apologize and that's unacceptable on a professional level it's- and I'm after the show is over I'm going to kneel down in the backyard take off my shirt and lash myself in the back grab yourself a switch yeah and don't stop and so itch. I want you to know that that uh, you're dead beat dead yeah when people uh you know people at home are upset with my performance I myself am the most upset. And I will be flogging myself for, to in penance for my sins. You son of a bitch! <laughs> but not you, Daily. You have. Carte launch. Carte launch. Carte launch. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, we can jump right in because we want it. We want to motor through. We got. Motor in. Maybe we got to well, do two that's shows. Your prize for flights. Maybe Dev just got a hot date. Maybe Daily's got a meeting with a guy at a truck stop. Yeah. Or whoa, 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 whoa! How how did you find out about that? I thought I kept it was me, sucker! <laughs> oh snap! So gonna, really, we were doing this. Though, right? You're gonna take a piss at the urinal and then tap <laughs> your foot on the floor. I'm gonna give him the old tap taparoo, but I'm, I figured I would throw him a little uh, shamalama ding dong. I was gonna actually wear high heels, and he'll be like, "Wait, you better have a dick." <laughs> That's right. Um, or you're going away to Florida for this week. For this week, I am. I'm going away to Florida. And, uh, you know, so being the uh, nervous Nelly that I am, I put two shows together for us. That's nice. And I uh, figure we jump right in, give so, the people what they want. Yeah, no, it makes sense. And we're going to, so that way we'll have two shows still for everybody. And um, don't worry, guys. I'll call Devin on Saturday. I'll be like, Dev. Yeah. Make sure that I'm not, pay- yeah. Oof, man. My, my, uh, I, I'm at a point in my life where responsibility should be, be like, it, it there should be more responsibilities at this point and I should be tackling them head on. But for some reason, subconsciously, I'm shedding them. <laughs> Listen, you got, you, you, you just, you just hit a milestone of the, the APT. Uh-huh. So, you know, enjoy it, man. You've earned it. <laughs> if, an, en- if enjoying it means, um, coming home. He'll be crying. Oh, sorry about that. No, it's okay. It means coming home yesterday and think and, and wanting to do a bunch of productive stuff and then instead lying in bed and watching really bad superhero films all day because that's exactly what I did. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Anything new or you just rewatch? No, no, I would never rewatch. There's, <laughs> no, there's not one of them out there. Maybe really? the first Batman. Yeah. 
I'm not going to rewatch them. Um, no, I watched uh, John Wick 2 mm-hmm. because I just wanted to see uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire. Wait, was he Bill S. Preston Esquire or uh, Ted Theodore Logan? I think, he, I think he's Ted. Yeah. Anyway. He's Ted. Bill, just, Bill's the funny looking dude that hasn't done anything. That hasn't done anything yeah, since he's then. He's the grandma. <clears throat> Until they do the sequel. Um, yeah, I watched John Wick 2. And then I watched uh, Logan. Logan was good. Actually, it was both okay. pretty good. Yeah. I, t- I said you would like it because it's dark as shit. I mean, it was cool in the way that it was rated R and they said the F word a lot. I like that girl. I like that girl. She was cool. It was she, all right. She stabbed people in the testicles. I've never seen any of the other Wolverine films, so I don't really. Don't, yeah, don't bother. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The yeah. yeah, they're terrible. Yeah. They were always ter- bad. In fact, Ryan Reynolds is in one of them and he like, they just fucking like. As Deadpool. As Deadpool. And they just were like, well, let's just forget about that. Right. That never even happened. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. But, oh, and by the way, Keanu was Ted. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there, there was a scene in um, in uh, John Wick two, which I found pretty fascinating. John Wick's running away from, I believe it's Common. I guess Common's an actor now. Oh yeah, he's been. Oh really? Yeah, he's he's in like fifty or sixty. Yeah, he's dope. Okay, not bad for Shy Town gang member. Okay, fair enough. And um, and uh, he's running away from him, and he goes down into the World Trade Center pass station. And while he's uh, while he's waiting for the path train. He stabbed some dude in the dick. <laughs> I don't remember that. And uh, and I was like, man, if I had a fucking nickel for every time I wanted to stab some dude in the dick while I was waiting for the path train. Ugh. But then here's what bothered me, and this is what bothers me about movies: is he gets it's it's obviously the path train. So for anybody who's not in the in the uh, New York New Jersey area, the path train is uh is a train that runs from New Jersey into New York. A local train, if you would. Yes, it's it's pretty local. And uh, it's a train that millions of people take every day to get across. I don't know, millions, but thousands of people take every day to get across and work. When I lived in Jersey City and worked in Union Square, Manhattan, it was my main mode of transportation. I spent many a night and many a morning waiting for the path train, frustrated that it, that it, uh, that it wasn't coming, that it was late, that it was all messed up. Anyway, uh, but they get on the path train, which is obviously the path train. They're obviously in the new world trade center redesigned downtown thing that they have going on. And as they're on there, it's like, uh, um, uh, you're on the local C train next stop canal street. And it's, they had the voice saying that they're on the fucking subway, but they're obviously on the path. And I want to know why does that, why, how did that add to the movie at all? Like, why couldn't they just use the regular path being like world trade center next stop? You know, fucking Grove Street. To answer your question, Dev Dog, uh-huh. being a producer like I am, yeah, on a monthly basis, the New York uh, stations of the path that would be from Christopher Street through the uh, World Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Total for the month of January, we'll say, twenty seventeen, two million eight hundred thirty three thousand seven hundred thirty four people. Yeah. Now the Jersey stations, which would be Newark through Hoboken, uh huh, six. Million yeah. three hundred and twenty-two thousand eight hundred in a month. In a month. Yeah. Yeah. That so was that's me. An awesome fucking story, kid. <laughs> I like that one. Yes. Anyway, that's my my takeaway. That's good. I don't know, and I don't know if it was very good. Stab I'm just trying to fill time now. here. No, I noticed that too. I just watched it Saturday, as a matter of fact, for the first time. Yeah. And I was like, they're on a path train. What the fuck? Yeah. Talking Next about? stop, Canal Street. I'm like, pretty sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah no. Anyway, no, that they, that they say it. No, it, um, the, but the uh, path doesn't run to Canal Street. 
That's what I'm saying. Oh. They just like they just they just put a different word into the woman's words. Yeah, it's into not Canal. Town. It's Christopher Street, Ninth Street. Oh, you don't have to 14th. tell me. I've been on that bitch forever. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to actually um, a mutual friend of ours that let's say if you were to hang out with her, you look like you uh, were uh, making a wish. Uh, <laughs> I saw her once on the path and uh, I told her later on, but I saw her and I was like, the path is so packed with people. And it puts you in such a bad mood because it's like sardines. And she was on the other side of the the same train as I was. The same, uh, what do you call those? The uh, car. Uh huh. <laughs> Thank you. What do you call those? What do you call those? What's that? A cheeseburger? Uh, you want that? A car. And uh, you know, it's called a uh, car. But um, we were on the same one, and I saw her get on, and I was already on, but I was already sandwiched between like a bunch of people that smelled like it was six o'clock, and it was. 12 hours earlier than that, like 6.30 a.m., 6 o'clock a.m. Right. And uh, I was just like, I'll tell her I saw her next time I see her because <laughs> I'm not making a fucking effort because this, this, I get on that train, I want to murder people. I, I want to stab someone. In That's the what I'm saying. And like we were talking about it at the wedding. I was like, do you remember I told you? She was like, no, no, no. I don't You're not attractive enough. You know? <laughs> Please, peasant boy. Yeah. I, you, may, you shall not have even looked in my direction. We'll call you Dobby. <laughs> I was like, That's, um. But yeah, that path sucks. Yeah, it sucks. There, but whatever. Okay, enough with yeah. the path train. That's way too local. Let's dive in. Let's dive right Let's in. Let's dive in because we're going to give the people what they want. A lot of people told me they like this week in history, so I'm going to continue with it. Uh huh. Were there a lot of those people your your five dogs and your wife? Uh, it was actually me in the bathroom mirror. Uh huh. While you're mirror. looking in it, saying "pudus." Say it with me now, "pudus." Pudus. Beneflex. <laughs> Beneflex. Pudus. Snake Plinskin. Snake Plinskin. Teddy Rutskin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm sorry. All right. This week in history, mm-hmm. 1844, Mormon leader killed by mob. Okay. I did not know this. Joseph Smith, the founder and leader of the Mormon religion, is murdered along with in his jail. father. Yeah. He got murdered in jail. Yeah. How the fuck do you know that? Because I know a little bit about Mormonism um, because... Uh, uh, I, they got lots of hot pudus. Yes, there's like because at one point I was thinking like maybe I need a few a more wives than one. It was in so Illinois. I was looking into it. I, Illinois. Yeah, it wasn't even in Utah. I didn't Illinois. know that. Yeah, they were um they a mob breaks into the jail where they were in Carthage, Illinois. I didn't know that uh, John Smith was going to run for president. That's kind of the backstory to this too. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he was going to run for president, and it was like no bad bad idea. Everyone hates you. We're going to kill you. Right. So that's what happened. Wow, man. I wonder. I wish that happened in 2017. I wonder if that would happen. Don't joke about that. You know, Johnny Depp's not doing too hot these days. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Johnny Depp made a joke like, "When's the last time a, a uh, an, actor an actor killed, killed the president?" Yeah. Uh-huh. And everyone wants to kill that dude. Really? Everyone's all about like hating him. I mean, granted, no one should really talk like that, but yeah, this time around, our president's making comments that he's like oh what you mean you took me serious so fuck it right all bets are off right now not that i would ever want that because i think that's bullshit yeah i mean all of a sudden you're gonna hate johnny depp now granted he's got other reasons we can hate his guts yeah those pirates of the caribbean films yeah but but fucking (laughs) nick of time what fucking what What a fucking piece of shit that was well i don't even know what nick of time nick of time is like the equivalent of he's like that's like uh, Johnny Depp's Johnny M- Mnemonic. Oh, really? This is a fucking flop of shit. Okay. And I kind of like Johnny Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves because Ice T's in it, and it's a fucking ridiculous movie. Okay. Well, not, I don't think I've seen missing. either. The only thing that's missing from Johnny Mnemonic is a path train scene where someone stabs someone in the dick. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> 
either that or there was a battle of the bands at the end with fucking Genghis Khan and uh, fucking Napoleon and shit. As long as someone fucking dedicates a song to the Padus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Recap, Bill. This episode's going well so far. 1939. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's it about the death of John yeah, Smith? Yeah, I wasn't going to go into it. Which is a good no effects song, I'm by the way. Them. Oh, is that? See, that's how you know it. Too. No, it's not. It's, it's just, I don't even know if that song's about the guy who in- invented Mormonism, but there is a song called The Death of John Smith. Maybe it is. Fuck that song. I never put two and two together. Can we pause for a second? Yeah. I have something that I feel obliged to tell you guys mm. and also the greater listeners of the Awkward High Five podcast. Wait, wait. Lesser listeners, shut your ears. <laughs> okay, go. Because I'm not a man of ego. I'm not a man of pride. I'm a man that will uh, admit when he's when he's flawed and he's made mistakes and he's thought something really stupid for about 37 years in his life. Uh-oh. And here's what it is. I just found out recently, very recently, that there is not a area of land in Europe named Parisia. And do you, <laughs> it's Why did to, you think that? Because <laughs> continue, you idiot. Because in 37 years of living on this great earth and being a, a consumer of knowledge, I thought in certain ways, um, I for some reason or another never put two and two together that when people say Parisian, they mean from Paris. Wow. <laughs> it's never happened. I, am, I I have no idea why. I am being completely honest. I just it, it's it's not anything that I put a lot of thought into. I think maybe if I did put a lot of thought into it, I probably would have put two and two together at some point. But for some reason, whenever I heard the word Parisian, I just thought that there was some magical land called Parisia that was making fine cheeses and silks. And just never once thought that Parisian could actually be from Paris. I, I want to go there. I would love to go there. Wrong, sir. Wrong. <laughs> Let's go to and, Parisia. And, I, and I've admitted this at this point to, to a couple people. And the reactions have been exactly the same. Like, you are the dumbest human yeah, being in the world. shame on you. Well, look, I'm just being honest. I think it's funny enough to put out there I that I, so. I just recently was like, oh, shit. Parisian means from Paris. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. I think you should have admitted to that on the depression episode. So when, <laughs> so when, when someone says like Parisian, like Parisian food, right. I was always thinking like, where's this wonderful place in Europe that's making this awesome I food? I go to Parisia. <laughs> Those Parisia. Those Parisians. It's amazing that all you have to do is add N and S to their, uh, like you call them Parisians because they're from Parisia. Right. That's it. That's my, that's my confession. So now you all know my, uh, my skeleton is out of the closet wearing my cargo shorts. Can I ask you then, if you thought Parisians were from Parisia, uh-huh. what were people from Paris called? Uh, I don't know. Paris peeps? Parasitians? <laughs> Parasonians? Parasonians? <laughs> Parasites. Oh. Whoa. There you go. There you go. Parasites. I just never thought, I just never thought about it. You know what I mean? Like, in, in Paris being a city, not a country, I just, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I know what the French are. I just never thought of Parisians. I know what the French are. Hey! You're part of it. So, totally well, that thank you for uh, sharing that with us. Uh, well, I put uh, another thing is that your lovely wife has yet again proved that she's the most productive part of the Awkward High Five podcast, and she made um, us these wonderful uh, beer cool. What are they called? Koozies. Beer koozies. 
and fucking dope. They all say the awkward high five podcast, and then in a, in a bubble, a like a word bubble, it says, "Hey, you're part of it." Hey, dot dot dot. You're part of it. I was like, Jen, that's fucking brilliant. And uh, and then on the back, mine says Dev Dog. Yours says Producer Dave. And then Daly's has a very special Stan Stong in the font and the lightning bolt from his tattoo. So we're very happy with those. And oh, I need pictures of those tattoos, by the way. And we're playing around <clears throat> with the with the idea of maybe getting these out uh, to the Patreon listeners and yeah. having them available. Now, the only thing is, and there's a good good point is one of our. Uh, I put a picture of it on our Instagram, and one of our more famous detractors. I would say maybe a hater uh, was like, why would you rip off piebald? And that's true. Like we can't really just rip off piebald. So I don't know if we could, I don't know if we could, uh, I don't know. We'll see. That's a good point. Yeah. We can't just like, rip off who? Piebald, the band who came up with this. Oh. The band that came up with I was like, who? He's fine, folks. You're part of it. Now I love, hey, you're part of it being a slogan of the show. But uh, we'll have to figure that out. But anyway, I don't think you can copyright that. No, it's not that. But I still—it's a random grouping of words. <laughs> well, this is not. A random oh yeah. Oh yeah. They could sue the shit out of us. Right. But uh, I will take it upon myself to try and get in touch with Pieball. <laughs> be like, hey, can we use we'll this? We'll sort it out. And then, person from Instagram, thank you for making those those comments because no, but what I what, love negative comments. What I'm saying is is we're not r- ripping off Pieball. We, we've we've we're joining. We're them. by far giving them all the credit in the world. It's just something that we say a lot. And mm-hmm. That's all. And maybe it doesn't go as far as these as far as of these koozies. But it, but uh, I am really enjoying. Thank you, Jenny, producer Dave's lovely wife for. Making what is hopefully the first of a lot of awkward high five swag, as they say. Yeah. We gotta Merch. get the stickers out. Stickers, yeah. Stickers. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of good stuff that, to come. No one can cease and desist us from Stan Stong, though. Nope. That's nope. that's well, out there. Someone, I own that. Someone can, but he's right there and he's part of it. Okay. Yes. Um, moving on. Okay. 1939. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. That famous quote was filmed uh, on June 27, 1939. One of the most famous scenes in movie history. Mm-hmm. You guys both know it, right? Casablanca? No. No. What is it? Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. Sorry. Did you get those confused. You know Wait, what was the Casablanca fucking... Uh... Uh, there, it was, uh, I believe this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Oh, right, 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 right. There's right. a few in there, too. Isn't that just... You hate me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's like... Fucking... Ca- Casablanca gave us Stimpy. Or Ren. Uh, we just need I've to never, put it um, out there. Never watch. I will gladly rectify that situation with you, buddy. I love. I'm not a, a Casablanca. To it, it's quick. It's fucking. It's a dramedy. It's it's Go- supposed to be like serious, but it's too ridiculous to be. Gone yeah. with the wind. I've seen. Gone with the wind is long. I've never seen it. It's long. Really? I don't know if I've actually seen the whole thing. Like I've I've seen it in bits and pieces. Me too. I've had cinematography classes where we like <clears throat> analyzed it. Yeah, and that was enough for me. Right. Yeah, we watched it. In like so many classes in high school. <laughs> really? Hey, we went to go with the wind this week. Really? So I don't feel education. like teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were always happy when they wheeled in the AV cart. You're like, fuck yeah, we're not doing shit today. Movie day. Yeah, that, that was And they would good. be like, hey, we went to Romeo and Juliet. It's English. The funny part about that movie is, uh, well, the director is Victor Fleming, which I put in there for you because I know you love directors. Mm-hmm. Um, he also shot the scene using an alternate line. Frankly, my dear, I just don't care. And uh, that was. I thought case. it was. I, I saw an alternate take where he said, "Frankly, my dear, I just don't give a fuck." I think it was, "Frankly, my dear, I'm still getting that pedus." <laughs> I I saw one where he turned around and he said, "Frankly, my dear, stand strong." I think he said one where he was like, "Frankly, my dear." Hey! 
You're part of it. But um, so he 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 did that alternate one just to like appease the censors, and they were like, yeah, we'll go with it. Mm-hmm. And then the the film censors approved the movie, even with that line in it. Uh huh. But find the producer, David O. Selznick, $5,000. The original producer, Dave, if you will. Yeah. The other guy, <laughs> David O. Selznick. Five grand for including the Air Shrimps curse. Ah, damn. damn. Yeah. Damn was in there. Whew. So. Now I'm watching Fargo on FX and they're fuck this, fuck that. Really? Your homes fuck this. Your FXX or FX? I don't fucking know. I, I can't keep track. I, I think it's XX now. Yeah. What? Well, so is, there's not an FX? Yeah. There is an there FX, is an and FX. there's an FXX. Yeah, like, FXX has like holy shit, has you know, dirtier shit. Apparently. Soon there'll be an FXXX. Right. Are you watching the new season? Swap. Yeah, Daughter Swap. Love it. I watched like the first episode, and I didn't it's care good. for it. I, I guess I had to let it grow on me. No, Fargo's con- wait is, is continues that, to be the best. Is that Obi Wan? He plays two two dudes. Yeah, uh, that's what confused me because I knew he was. The one guy, the the dude that he's right? plays, he the, he plays the twin yeah. brother. He plays twin brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. then it it took me like three quarters through the episode. I was like, holy shit! Oh, that's Ewan him McGregor's too. on TV. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah he's he, in a new. He plays. You're not watching Fargo. Fargo. I've never watched Fargo. You've never seen any season of Fargo. Ah, no. oh, the first. Watch them immediately. Genius. They're by, by far. You know how this is the golden era of television or whatever they're saying. It's the renaissance of television. There's all these great shows. Fargo is above the top. I don't give a fuck if you like your stupid fucking uh, dragon egg show oh, no. or or whatever the fuck you're watching. <laughs> fucking Fargo is by far the best uh, television out there. I want to get into Man in the High Castle. Is that the uh, the Nazi show? Yeah, the Nazis one. You would, of course. You, you would. See what you want to know what your life would be like yeah. right now? Dead. Yeah, it, would, <laughs> it, would, just be it would just be the end of The Sopranos. <laughs> that would be the first five seasons on for me. Billy Bob Thornton is in the first season. Yeah, Billy Bob and um, the Hobbit I've guy. I've heard it's good. I've heard it's no, good. That's amazing. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm gonna have my the hell's coffee, wrong with watch you? Jurassic Park, and suck my balls. Right. You too. Enjoy your fucking uh, claymation. Di- your claymation dinosaurs. Damn I'm gonna right. be watching Fargo. Originally, these uh, these two koozies, yours and mine, said our names with. A fuck, I'll show you a picture of it later with the the Jurassic Park dinosaur and our names and i was like too much jen too much <laughs> i was like we don't we don't need to be doing that i thought it was dope it was dope it looked great but i was like nah we don't need that but um moving right along okay in search of this good one's time. just for you daily because i would never, i don't give a fuck about this kind of news 1953 first corvette built and my only note in here in all of producer dave's car knowledge he wonders what color you think that car was red <laughs> i'm gonna say red too People are like, what do you think the horsepower, blah, blah, blah. My question was, what color do you think that is? What was it again? What's the year? 1953. It might have been white. There's probably, yeah, see, with the first production, 1953, you know, what the color was. I'm I'm curious. I'm going to say wood paneling, siding. They did a lot of white. Who made this car? Oh, the Corvette? Chevrolet. Hmm. I'm going to say uh, yellow, canary yellow. I said red was my initial thought. You but would then be I... right if it was the second se- the second series in 1954 because canary yellow it is. Really? Uh, first one is white. Wow. Ah, my second guess. Yeah. Uh, and then it got to the 50s where it had that like little white shit on the side and then the color was everywhere else. But then like the kind of white wall, I guess you would call it. Isn't white wall the tires? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the, the, the side panel the is white. The wheel arches? 
Yeah, it's got like a little, like a swooshy. Swoosh. What looks like me jerking off two guys at the same time describing. Okay. It's okay. metallic mint green. There's only one other car made in that era with positive traction. <laughs> and like every, uh, ah, fuck, I fucked it up. I love that fucking line. Uh, like every self-respecting Southerner knows when you get, when you get the wheel stuck in the mud, one spins and the other does nothing. Oh, and yeah. is that good? You blend. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is my Marissa Torme good? It's good, but Thanks. I just want to see those titties. Hey, show me your tits. Yeah, you see them. You can see them. Oh, I know. I love I've Celebrity on, Movie Archive, I've been my on friend. Celebrity, now, when you go on my phone and just click like you're going to do a new web, web page or tab, uh-huh. it's like the first option of like bookmarks because we know you're a dirty fuck. Right. That, that's that's in there. Celebrity Movie Archive is the first one. Mm-hmm. And then it's fucking CNN, Fox News, Vox. And boring, boring, page, boring. Okay. And Reddit. <laughs> Just so you can look at Cracky Jackie. Love the porn ads. They're so good. I want to start commenting on the porn ads. Of course you do. I just want to start having some dialogue. Daly and I had a conversation where I was like, what if we get you a hooker, but then we have a QA and a with her? That would be <laughs> let's, great. Let's, let's hire a hooker, but make her be on the show. That's, right. That's, that's what I'm saying. And Daly was just like, oh, that's gross. And I was like, no way. I have so many <laughs> questions. But I feel like they'd be kind of rude. I don't think rude. they'd want to do that. Yeah. Because they'd be worried about getting pinched. Why? Johnny Law may be listening. There's no video. It's just audio. No, I know. I'm just saying. Hookers are skittish, man. Or maybe around you, Billy Club. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Look, man, I ain't never beat no hooker. The next one. That didn't deserve it. Moving right along. Mm -hmm. This one's for you. This one's for you and I, Dev. Oh. It's kind of a little. For both of us? Jab from my people. At you personally. Really? Yeah, 1962. So the collective Jewishness against oh, yeah. Devdag? All of the fucking Hebrews, the kosher family, and David Volvo over here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this wouldn't be the first time. Sandy Koufax pitches his first no-hitter. Mm-hmm. And you know who that was against. That was against your Mets, buddy. I boy. know. I know. Koufax strikes out 13 batters and walks five to lead the Brooklyn Dodgers to victory over the New York Mets 5-0 with his first career What no-hitter. year was that? 1962. Yeah, well, that was the first year of the Mets, and they were horrible. <laughs> yeah, you, but you you personally shouldn't feel ever bad about something yeah, you did alive. before you were alive. Yeah, and also fucking to Sandy Koufax, man. You got to tip your cap. You know, it was really it was really hard to find like the first no hitter because they have unofficial games of baseball, so right. like, they don't really know. Yeah, because it had already happened before MLB was like established. Right. Well, what's so, the first one on record? It was like 1884. Oh yeah, like it or. 18 something. I think 1884 is the first one I have, but it's in the 1800s. So right. It's like, and then it just says like, you know, the other one had MLB and like all this other shit. And that one was just like, oh, we think this happened, but we can't, right. we can't verify. Right. But yeah, apparently like I didn't realize Koufax is, uh, he's a big deal in baseball, huh? Sandy Koufax, one of the best pitchers of all time. Yeah, I would yeah, say so. To he's no, up there. Three more Hall no of Famer. Mm-hmm. Perfect game in 1965. No hits, no walks. Now I'm not taking any way for any, anything away from Koufax. Unbelievable pitcher, uh, Hall of Famer. But um, I'm pretty sure I could have thrown a new hitter against the 1962 Mets. <laughs> That's all. But never trust a man who doesn't like a BLT. Seven years later, World Series champion. So let's not act like the 60s were uh, all horrible. No, we're going to go into that year, that very same year. Of 1969 year for for something a little Relax, bit political. Brian Adams. A little, yeah, a little political, but but it, you know, there's something I didn't mention uh, that, that you know, it's Pride Month. It is Pride Month, Pride. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm a big, big fan of the LGBTQ, not the sandwich. I know the two of you are getting excited. Yeah. Um, well, that's lox, bacon. Um, it's lox, uh, lox, ge- uh, gel- gelato, uh-huh. bacon, uh-huh. 
Uh, good tomato. Luck. Uh-huh. Good, with a, good luck with a Q. Quamcot. Oh. Qu- how do you say that? Quam? Uh, kumquat. But that's oh, not... fuck. What? I did it backwards. Well, they're... Kumquat. They're, they're, uh, they're fucking, um, you know. How about queso in Spanish? <laughs> yeah. Queso that make sandwich. <laughs> so lettuce, gelato, bacon, tomato, and queso. The old bass player in my band... Uh, was he named Tommy Queso? He was... No. He was a nice enough guy, but uh, he was like one of these dudes. He... He moved out of the tri-state area and moved out to the Berkeley, California area for a while. And he came back and he and he had it in his mind that he was this world traveler and he like knew more than everybody. And uh, we were recording, we were recording an album, and uh, we asked the, the the recording house that we're at where there was a good place to eat, and they were like, "There's this amazing Mexican place around the corner. The only problem is it's real deal Mexican. Nobody there speaks English." And we're like, "Yeah, no problem." So so our bass player at the time was like, uh, "Guys." Don't, I'm not even going to do his voice, but, uh, but, because it's whatever. Oh, but come he, on, try. He's like, yo, guys, don't worry about it. I've lived out in Berkeley. I ate a lot of Mexican food. I know a lot of Mexicans. I'll handle it. So we, we're like, okay, dude. So we go there. We, you know, everyone's kind of just rolling their eyes and shit. And, uh, and, um, <laughs> he, we sit down and a waitress comes up and she, you know, she basically asks what we want. And he's like, uh, cinco burrito, like that or whatever. <laughs> and then he wanted to add, <laughs> to order extra cheese so he just looks at her and he goes cheeso no <laughs> no this is the guy oh. who's like don't worry about it i got it under control and I, and like everybody was like um we're pretty sure it's queso like we're pretty sure this is where he turns to you spanish guys or like, cheeses okay guys the secret is put oh it's everything <laughs> literally said to the waitress cheeso cheeso all right, sorry. So yeah, well, that's I like that story. That was a good interjection because <laughs> that's later tonight. You, you're in my head twenty four seven. Cheezo, cheezo. Uh, let me get to it. Hey! You're part of it. I have to learn to just keep the mouse. Oh, yeah. Wait, what the fuck? Why would I do that, Dev? Why? Because I have a, touch a fucking touch screen. No. Hey! Touch screen. All right. Hey! Okay. Yo, we're getting, definitely getting sued now. No, getting back into it. No, I'm gonna, I have I'm no gonna affiliation. Uh, I'm going to contact Richie. them. It's, it's good. They're fine. That's They're my fine. homework. We're, we're bringing it back. They're, 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 I mean, I did see them about a month ago. 311 is also... Uh, they look like the kind of dudes that would fucking be cool with it. As yeah. As long as you fucking spoke to them. Right. That's fine. Like we've, we've said it's we're not trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to. We're trying to pay homage to yeah. a, a wonderful band that came up with such a wonderful phrase. We're not trying to yeah. take anything from to, anybody. We're trying to be part of it. It's just... Right. It's just something... I just want everyone out there to know that part of it yeah that's all that's all yeah going back to this because I, I do think like stonewall is a very important event for lgbtq yeah um and and for those who don't know it and um it was the story is it happened in new york city it was just after 3 a.m a police raid at the stonewall inn there's a gay club located on new york city's christopher street where the path goes the path goes runs discussed. right there um it the Knocking so out. the the raid turned violent as patrons and local sympathizers began rioting against the police. Were they the awkward high five patrons? Because Probably. that would never happen. No, they would. Not especially not after they get their super cool beer koozies. They'd be chilling. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I think they would take those koozies, put them in their pocket, take those bottles, and wing them at the cops. All right, I would hope so. Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, the police were were there legally justified in, in the rating of the club, which was serving liquor without a license, among other violations. I mean, that happens in New York City. Yeah. But the, the, the gay community had grown weary of the police department targeting gay clubs, and a majority of which had already been closed. So, like, a lot of the, the cops were, like, pressing on gay clubs and, and kind of targeting them at the time. So the, the, 
the pulse of the people of New York City was like, fuck you. The village is like had enough. Right. And um, so the crowd on the street watched quietly as the Stonewall's employees were arrested. But then when three drag queens and a lesbian were forced into the paddy wagon, the crowd began throwing bottles at the police. Yeah. The officers were forced to take shelter inside the establishment. Two policemen were slightly injured before reinforcements arrived to disperse the mob. The protest, however, spilled over into the neighboring streets and order was not restored until the deployment of New York City's riot police. Yeah. Now, the Stonewall riot was, was followed by several days of demonstrations in New York and was the impe- uh, impetus. Mm-hmm. I like that word. Impetus. It's impetus. 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 It's impetus. I never say it right, even though when I first got this article, went on Google, listened to how it was said, still fucked it up. <laughs> Amazing. Say, so, it, say it with me. Impetus. Produce. <laughs> That's what I was Oh, got it, got it. So, yeah, so the you got to that joke before before I get thanks. (laughs) Sorry, you and I are too much on this. Jenny and I were discussing that the other day too. I was like, it's a little weird and kind of scary. It's all right. How Dev and I kind of attack the same jokes, and then I don't give them time. I just attack them. (laughs) Dev, you don't let them breathe. breathe, Yeah, there's there's a timing that goes into it, but it's okay. We're getting there. Yeah, soon I'll learn. Right. So yeah, the um, you know the, the the demonstrations were were about that because and part of the formation of the gay liberation front as well as other gay lesbian and bisexual civil rights organizations um and it is regarded by many as history's first major protest on behalf of equal rights for homosexuals yeah um yeah of course i mean the stonewall was a huge thing yeah and there's a lot of people that don't know about stonewall i'll tell you straight up i didn't really and i'm I'm, i have you know gay friends and family members i i think of myself as like totally Pro pride, pro LGBTQ, mm-hmm. pretty much my entire life. I didn't learn about Stonewall, to be honest, until I was watching uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Really? And they were talking like somebody was giving another queen. So a, could Stonewall a, a, be your Parisia? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. It's totally my Parisia. Now, I thought I might have thought that there was an imaginary know. land of cheeses and silk in Europe someplace, but I did know about Stonewall. Yeah, totally. Uh-huh. So good for you. Thank you. But for those of you out there that don't, I figured I would put this in there because it is an important part of. Of history, uh, gay or straight, it's it's definitely important that this, this is Pride Month and uh, and also you know, a fucking uh, a, you know a, a beacon of what still should be yeah. public unrest, uh, protest, you know, uh, anti-authority when 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 the when authority is, is abusing their 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 authority and all the things that we should stand for as a country, which you're just seeing slowly fade away because yeah. Mexicans are bad, so we should fucking keep them out. They're taking our jobs. Oh, it's not the government or the police that's, yeah. that's got a stranglehold on us. No. It's these goddamn Mexicans. Oh, and those other brown people that Muslims. live in the desert. Man, we should really be afraid of them. They're coming for our kids. We should forget about all the stuff that's happening in country. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's enough Sorry. is enough. No, you're right. You're 100% right. It's fucking annoying. You know what? I... I, I, I you know what? I probably shouldn't condone that on a on a podcast. No, no, yeah, no. I'm just gonna say that um, if if the recipe calls for it, every once in a while, winging some bottles at police probably isn't the worst thing in the world. Sometimes, you know, in farming, they mm-hmm. have slash and burn. Yes, right, because right. things need to be taken down so that new life can come out of it. Right, and and I feel like people who right now are are really like things are getting so bad that that i feel like we might get to that part i don't think it's an end all be all mm-hmm. but um hey let's all just relax on. things are going good for me yeah <laughs> you're you're a fucking part of it yeah you're part of it <laughs> <laughs> sorry 
Uh, you know yeah. what though? I, I I would honestly not to derail the situation daily, but but you bring up a good point because I was just thinking about this the other day, where uh, like I honestly life like life wise right now is fucking um is probably like the the best and the most stable I've been in a very long time in in all aspects of life, creatively, financially. Uh, you know, uh, friendship and 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 otherwise, it, it like socially, I guess is the word I'm looking for and stuff like that. And I was kind of thinking about that the other day, where I was like, man, like it, it feels like everything is going down the toilet at a rapid pace, but at the same time, it kind of feels like I personally am fucking rising yeah, from yeah. the ashes, like the great chart. phoenix world, right? Dev Daily and Producer Dave, yeah. <laughs> we're part of it. But but at you know at the same time, it's like how how far is that reach until you're just going to get pulled down into the depths of yeah. despair with everything else? I'm just going to enjoy it. There's things that are kind of outside. It's like you with uh, like why should I vote? Yeah, like I am. You know, we walk a fine line on the show. I have my opinions, but I like to respect everyone's opinion. To be honest, I, I don't find uh, like things to be so bad that I have to like, I mean, deep down inside for those of you that, that we, we share our opposite opinions, the way you want to shake me, I want to shake the shit out of you too. Right. But I respect you enough that there's just one life to live. And I'm sure you've got loved ones. I've got loved ones. Just go fucking be with them. Give a hug, be nice to somebody, buy someone something, do something nice. Of course. And, and it'll all, this will all pass. This I shall hope. all pass. I I know, but but at the same time, the 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 passivity of us in as a as a general population is one of the reasons that something like this has come to happen, because whether you argue it's by design or not, the fact that there's so much that we have to just struggle uphill just to be able to survive, just to be able to make a living, just to be able to be comfortable, doesn't leave very much for any sort of again like social unrest or protest or anything like that, yeah. or getting behind any sort of movement. Because at the end of the day. If you've got a family and you're trying to fucking afford rent and you're working two jobs and 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 trying to just put everything together and then you come home and and you want to be pissed about what's going on, you just don't have the fucking energy to do it, like that kind of thing. That's one of the reasons why why the situation that we're in right now was is willing to happen. So it's like how much like of course at at, at the end of the day you want to make you want to be with your family, you want to have some fun, you want to you want to enjoy whatever time you have on this earth. But at the same time, like you, there has to be a little bit of pushback. There's got to be a little bit of like, yeah, we're not going to fucking stand for this. Besides putting out clever tweets, uh, which is uh, which is basically the 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 uh, the format for any sort of social protest at this point. Okay, I'm getting way no, too political. You're right. You're right. I mean, I just been thinking wrong. about that. I'll a lot say a lately. little political too. I thought of something um, that that kind of bothered me um, because, like, I have Muslim friends. Yeah. And you know, I have Mexican friends. Right. I have tons of gay friends and family and I myself am a hybrid and there are people out there who I think we get along very well, but I think their grand message and my grand message are completely opposite. And I think you can walk a fine line and there's certain, I feel like if I do even the littlest thing, it might piss off somebody to a point where I, it, it would be like the, the straw that broke the camel's back. For instance, I have a, a friend at work and he is Muslim. Mm-hmm. He's Egyptian, mm-hmm. and um, what does he walk like? He 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 walks like an Egyptian. Oh, thanks, yeah. Dale. I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Wayo wayo. Yeah, I was wayo, gonna say wayo. he, he uh, you know walks like an Egyptian. Yeah. Sometimes. No, I get it. But we, you know, we go back and forth like like great humor. Like I'll, I'll be like, hey, thanks for making my people make all those pyramids for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for picking up the check too. <laughs> 
And like we joke around, but this was um, that, your people are aliens. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, but he's. It's I'm just been, going for it, Daily. It's been Ramadan. Damn. Mm-hmm. So in Ramadan, they, there's fasting. Yes. You know, it's it's quite a while. Yes. So um, so like you know, we we had a job. He was on a job site of mine, and like during Ramadan, like he clearly like we, we were trying to be mindful of it. Like some people were eating in front of him and stuff, and I was like, "Yo, dude!" And he's a heavier fellow, like uh, heavier than me. That's fucked up. Um, you know, he's I'm definitely sh- that's what this Egyptian piece of shit gets. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch, you make me make all those pyramids. And like, he has such a good sense of humor. I kept noticing because we were downtown, like out the window, I'd find every building that had a pyramid on the top of it. And I'd be like, hey, so and so, can, you, can right. you come here for a second? You see that? Right. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, you son of a bitch. But the thing I'm saying is that we, we get along. You know, there's a Judaism and, and Muslim thing and Egyptian verse, whatever. Sure. And every part of history has their thing. And I wanted to, I, I said to him yesterday, I texted him because I knew he was on. On Ramadan, and, and yesterday, I believe, or the day before, was the end of, of Ramadan, which is uh, a celebration. I don't know what it's called. I don't want to say it wrong, but I know that when you see someone or celebrate the end of it, you'd say um, it's uh, Eid uh, Mubarak. Okay. Which is like, you know, happy the end or whatever. It's like a celebratory thing. You oh, say okay. To somebody, it's like, you know, have a blessed this ceremony, yada, yada. So I, I found out and I sent him a text and I was like, uh, I said, is it customary to say Eid Mubarak? And he said, yes, thank you. And I was like, hope you have a great day. But, and like, you know, I think things like that, like I wanted to put it on Facebook to other people. And I was like, I don't even want to start other people. And it kind of made me a little pissed off because I was like, it's no big deal. I'm just saying hi to somebody who's nice. Like generalizing people is such a terrible thing that I can't do that. And I was like, I'm not even going to get into it. Yeah. You're you're afraid... You're afraid to to make a gesture a gesture of 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 uh, like just kindness of kindness because of the the pushback that you might have from other people that will yeah. see that as offensive and it made me upset with myself yeah like I was just like fuck I definitely reflected on it did like a uh, twenty minute um, meditation which I'm, I'm a ten minute <laughs> guy and that was a big part of it like I was just like you got to let that go. Just whatever, just go to get away from it. And I was like, you don't have to let it go. Don't live in fear. Don't be a, such a little bitch. And he had such a good sense of humor through the whole thing. Like he got a haircut during the pro like the, while Ramadan was going on. I was like, Oh, look at you. You're like a Ramadan one. <laughs> <And like, laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, he was like, he was loving it. He was definitely really cool. Yeah, But that, that's the thing, man, is like, you know, like from afar, you could, it, it seems like everybody's becoming more racist and more, uh, and more shut off and, and 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 uh more national and and all the things that are happening but then you, you hang out with real people from different uh, races and creeds and everybody's the fucking same and nobody gives a shit like there's not you know the social justice warriors the the the, uh, the people that are out there the special interest groups and everything make you feel like everybody's upset about everything but then if you talk to actual people that belong to those groups they don't fucking care they just want to take care of their family and, and drink a few beers yeah. on the weekend just like everybody else like if you boil it down to a, a local level, to a smaller level, to, you know, like, uh, like culturally just in groups of people, th- there's not that sentiment. It's not out there. It doesn't exist. But we, but when we watch the news and we, we're on Twitter and we see all these things and, and the people that are writing press releases and making these, these giant grand statements make you feel like they're talking on behalf of these giant groups of people when they're not. They're just small groups of people that have a fucking agenda that are screwing everything up. Yeah. And and because the, because of social media, their voice is so large at this point that that th- those who aren't it, it rightfully so 
aren't in the thick of it all the time, reading all the articles and really trying to figure out what's going on because they have so much shit going on in their own lives. They just take it for what it is. And they're like, oh, all the all the Native Americans are pissed off at a football team. All the fucking, you know what I mean? Like all that, yeah. just as an example, when it, if you talk to the regular people on the street, that's not fucking true. They don't give a fuck. What they care about is that their wife isn't cheating on them, that their kids are getting good grades at school, that they have a fucking bottle of vodka in the freeze in the fucking cabinet for later on tonight, like things like that, you know, like let's joke around and let's hang out. I hope that's the case. It is. I, I think I'm it is. I'm about to drive back from Florida when I'm going to Florida. I'm flying to Florida, but I'm driving back mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm not going like far or or wide but i am that a thought definitely passed my head like am i gonna see anything that's gonna piss me off because i i'm telling you i'm the kind of guy that i when i'm in person something that like i might not do it on facebook because i don't i don't like the the arguments back and forth i don't like type typewriter tough guys or whatever you would call them but in person I might get killed because <laughs> I'm not going to accept it's that not, shit. It's not there. That conflict, that general conflict that, that the media is overhyping and everything yeah. isn't there. If you're on the street talking to people, it's just not there. I mean, there's I mean, extremists. It's in certain spots. But, but even that, you know, even that, it's, it's, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the fucking preacher who's a- against gay people until he finds out that his son's gay. Then all of a sudden, gay people are okay, right? It's it's that kind of deal. We all have empathy uh once it's for the, related to us. Once it's related to you. You know, like fucking um it's like the the, the guy the the racist, the the southern racist who can't stand black people except that one black guy at work cuz he's pretty cool yeah. because he spends fucking 10 hours a day with him and he understands that he's cool. You know, but then you get back into this mob mentality of of you should hate these people, and then you hate every. You know, it's it, if you boil it down to a personal level, we're all the same. Yeah. And in the words of the great Canadian punk band Propagandi, "Fuck the border. There should be no. How is there borders on planet Earth? All right, I'm getting way too far. Yeah, I'm sorry. I won't even take you there. Yeah, I know. You're, you're I, out of yeah. control. Yeah, it's just it's been on my mind lately, and it's really been bothering me. Okay, well, let's move on. Let's get out on. of this. Next, Daly's looking at me like I actually looked, and Daly did that thing where he put his fist into his hand. Like, yeah. Which I call the awkward. <laughs> that's, that's the awkward high five. I was actually trying to come up with the logo. Oh yeah! And I was like, Jen, do this, and she was like, No, it's just going to look like somebody's looking to beat somebody up. <laughs> I, so for those of you at home who can't see it, it's my right hand has a like high five. Sure. My left hand is has a, a fist, pound. Like and going to and and that's how the awkward high five came up. It is. I went to give you a pound and you gave me a high five and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm a really awkward high fiver. Because I am, I do that on a daily basis. We, yeah. have, we have some coworkers in the office, older older gentlemen that are always there, and I fucking I fuck up which one I'm gonna do every it's, single day. It's you know what it is. It's the social equivalent of am I swiping the card or am I putting the fucking chip? Oh in? my god, yes. Because we're in this awkward transition now where everybody's kind of moving to the pound, and we have been for about a decade. But there's people like me that grew up high fiving and slapping hands. That it's still my initial. My initial reaction is to go for that, but then other people are going for pounds. So you got, you know, like we have to, we all have to come together as a team, as in America at least, and everybody sit down. Maybe we could get like a group uh, conference call, like a Skype going for everybody in America. We're all going to sit down and we have to address whether we're going to pound or we're sticking with high fives or not really so much high fives because high fives are kind of dorky, but like, you know, the slap, you just skin it 
whatever you want to do. I love a low profile high five, like a s- off the hip. Just yeah, sure. Point, yeah. well, I, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy a hearty handshake myself. Or you could oh, go in for the handshake. handshake. But that's a more formal affair. Like if you're, if you're, oh no, if you're in a situation where people are wearing uh, blazers and ties, you sh- there should be no high fiving or p- fist bumping. However, I was going to interject and wait for a pause because I can honestly say the pound must be winning because on job sites. I, oh yeah, I've had clients when they were like, "Good job, Dave," and they put up the pound, and I was like. Pound. Like, okay, uh, client. Now, yeah, I'm going to pound you. I think uh, what we can all agree on is that nobody at any time should explode the pound. No. I think that's that's made its way. <sighs> yeah, there should be no pound exploding. I, um, I do like the uh, the fresh prints, like the slap and the snap. Yeah, yeah of course. That one was well, I, I developed it, and I think other people do it, but. That's how old you are? You're the, the developer the, the of the pound? Uh, no, no, no. I didn't, I'm saying my pound move is I hold my fist out, not not close enough to where they can hit it, but I hold it up and say, bump it. And ah, then I move it forward. Right. Because then I'm just telling them That's what I'm doing. That's trying to be in control. Yeah. You're such a dominator. Now, now I'm stealing it from uh, Always Sunny, but yeah. From, from a... Uh, stop stealing stuff. It. Stop stealing stuff from Piebald. Stop stealing stuff from Always Sunny. Um, <laughs> okay. You're part of it. You're getting sued. Now, it's not on my soundboard. I could point out who it was. As a hypochondriac, the pound is a beautiful fucking. That, and that I was going to say that too. Yeah. As a guy who sometimes gets a little sweaty, th- sweaty of a palm. Sure. I uh, I prefer the pound because it's like. I uh, mean, how many times in life has has like the over sweaty like a guy that you just uh, met put his hand out for a handshake and you're like, all right, I have no Purell on me. This is going to fucking suck, and you have to go in it, and he wet fishes you. But then now you just fucking. What that, you do you do before shit. you, when you know that guy's coming, just be like, oh, is that chocolate? And then lick your palm. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then be like, I got to pound you now. I've definitely faked having shit on my hand to not shake somebody else's hand. I put the onus on me mm-hmm. and then been like, sorry, it's not, it's not you. It's, it's me. not you. It's me. Yeah. There's chocolate on my hand. Okay. Right. Where were we? Moving right along. We went through like some social commentary I, and then got into handshakes. I don't know what happened. Well, we didn't go into porn. So look at us. Look at us. Uh, improve. Mm hmm. Uh, moving right along, 1975. Oh, June shit. 26th, 1975. June Sunny- 26th. We're rubbing up against that, right? Yeah. That was like yesterday. That was uh, yesterday, in mm-hmm. fact. Um, okay. Sonny and Cher's divorce becomes final. Oh, it's a it's a dark day in history. Yeah. We'll move on from that. Where that power duo uh, broke June up. June 30th, 1975. Mm-hmm. Cher marries Greg Allman. Ah. Cher files for divorce just nine days later. Facts. All right. You heard it here. Well, if she could only turn back down. <laughs> that was a comment I was going to put in there. She's a dirty whore. She was one of the first people to really make that fucking auto-tune. Oh, yeah. She's like the, I don't know if she's the birth of the auto-tune, but she, she was did. up there. Do you believe in love after love? I remember being a young child. Jerking off to that see-through outfit she wore in her concert. It wasn't, it wasn't sexual to me. I, I remember, her butterfly I remember seeing, her seeing that video for the first time where she's on the naval yeah. ship. And uh, and prancing around with her ass out, and I think I had the same reaction to, to the same way that I had to when Prince was dancing around with his ass out. I was like, "What's going on here? <laughs> Why, what? What's the?" You're such a liar. When Prince did that shit, you were like, "I wonder what those cheeks smell like." Oh yeah, well, well Prince definitely has a better ass than fucking uh, chair. Fuck yeah, chair. Chair. Doesn't have that ass. But yeah, I I that's one of the video. Another video I remember seeing at a very young age and, and also wondering what the fuck is going on here is the Madonna Lake of Prayer video where they were burning crosses and she was me. That and, was that premiered on like Channel Four. Yeah. At like or and Channel Seven and Channel Two, which uh for that's a local thing, I'm sorry, but the tri state area, we're the ones who really make the channel, so mm-hmm. you should learn from us. Sure. 
Um, so it was ABC, NBC, and CBS. Were they they aired that in prime time. Yeah, it was like Did part no, of a Pepsi commercial. Nobody fucking looked at it beforehand. There no. there wasn't any quality control on that. No, no, it was it was it was a fucking. Let me I'll, I'll pull it up just to just to double check and make sure I'm not crazy. Um, but what was the name of that that song? Like a prayer. Uh, like a prayer. Good song. Yeah, that album's great. Yeah, you like that one? Like a prayer debut. Yeah, I have the burning crosses in the background and shit. Now, I'm all for a grand statement like that, but man, I remember being a kid and not really understanding it and being like, what is Wasn't she March, banging March a black 2nd? guy? Well, that, that was the whole thing. Is, yeah. You know, she was being shocking. And it, it, imagine that. That back then was shocking uh, of her making out with a black dude on, on a music oh my video. Goodness. What's happening right now? People in the South's head just explode. Like they're like, hmm, I'm enjoying this burning crossing a cross angle that she's going. Wait, what's that? Who did she just kiss? And then they just beat their wives. Yeah, she she put that shit on um they did a two minute version of it. Mm. But it debuted as a Pepsi commercial in uh I think it was um it doesn't it, say he just It's gotta says, be nineties. No, no. This is this is the intranet. This is uh what? this is facts. No, I'm, I'm saying when, when it came out, it was like early 90s, right? 1989. Oh, 89. Yeah. Holy shit. So nine-year-old Deb Dog was wondering, yeah. found out about uh, race relations through. March, March 2nd, 1989. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, she uh, she definitely, that, I remember that should be on TV and like me being like waiting for it, mm-hmm. and waiting to watch it anyway. And being when it was on, just being like, what? What, the, what just happened? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't get it. But moving right along. Uh-huh. So, our friend and friend of the show, Cuban D. Okay, Cuban D. Yeah, sends me a lot of crazy shit now. Cuban D. Cuban D. Oh, why is it? You're part of it. There you go. Stop that. Hey! You're part of it. Whenever I go on the internet, I always mute my shit because, like, that's when the commercial starts. Because you don't happening. want daughter swap to pop up. Well, I mean, then I don't want my penis to pop up. The two of you have to look away because yeah. I'm not going to wait. No. So we're going to get into it. Okay. So Cuban D sends us a lot of things that I thank him for because I don't want to go on Reddit and be in these disgusting, gross, like he goes into the, yeah, the, the he's willing YouTube part. Like he's wearing like waiters. Yeah. He's, he's like, if, he's if willing Reddit to go was deep. to leave him a message, it would say, hey, you're part of it. Yeah, he goes deep into Reddit and, and, and that's great that he gives us material because I'm not willing to do that. No. 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 I'm Reddit not. is a very scary place. Yeah. It's a very, 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 very scary place. When I set, I see things that from him that I, I look up, I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is not, I got to get out of here. And I'm like, beep, 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 <laughs> backing it up the fuck out of there. But, uh, he sent me this thing about, um, there's a, there's a thing on Reddit called, Today I fucked up. And um, this this article is read out loud, so I have a clip of it. We're going to listen to it. Okay. So we are the first of us listening to some items. So this is called Today I Fucked Up? This is Today I Fucked Up. Okay. You ready for this, and, Daly? Uh, I'm, I'm so ready. All right, good. We'll, we'll talk about it after we listen to this clip. Do it. That of Harry. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Are we all ready? Ever since I was a teenager... I have had very intense fantasies about having sex with a giant roach. It started in ninth or 10th grade when we read The Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. As I started to think more and more about the roach creature that the character had become, I started to imagine what it would be like if a woman turned into the roach instead. 
I found this idea very arousing. I would not be repulsed or frightened by her, as the characters in the story are. I would take care of her. Then, my thoughts started to get sexual with the character. Eventually, I sort of dropped the bit about her having been a human first, and I kind of imagined this fictionalized roach species. They are giant roaches, the size of a person, and have complete intelligence. I kind of over time conjured up an imaginary friend of sorts. She was one of these roaches, and her name was Ogtha. I would fantasize about her often. Whenever I masturbated, I'd be imagining elaborate scenarios of me and Agtha making love. When I started to have actual sex, I found I could not uh, perform if I wasn't thinking of Agtha. So basically now, anytime I have sex with a woman, I'm pretending that she is actually Agtha. Not just thinking about Agtha, I concentrate intently to visualize that I am actually doing Agtha. I don't want to think about the girl at all. There is only Agtha. Of course, this sex can never be as exciting as my fully imaginary sessions with Agtha. There are things that her multiple appendages and antennae allow for that a human woman can never match. So, anyways, I've been in a relationship with my girlfriend for about a year now. Three or four times I've tried to have sex with her and not pretend she's Agtha. But I just can't do it. So essentially every time we have sex, I'm imagining she's Agtha. I finally confided this to her the other day, and I was blown away by her reaction. I thought she might take it a bit badly at first, but that she'd get used to it. Really? No. I have never seen such a look of disgust before. Outraged is not an understatement. I, it probably is. She's not even returning my text now. I'm afraid she is actually going to break up with me. Yeah, she is, And dude. tell people about Agtha. I don't know how I'll face anyone. This is going to sound silly, but I also feel guilty about feeling shame. As if Agtha would be saddened by this. <laughs> uh, Alright, now... First takeaway, um, whoever that voiceover artist was. George Takai, the roach lover? He, is that George? No. He earned, he earned <laughs> his $5 off of Fiverr because, man, he really went for it. Oh, yeah. Inflections oh, and yeah. everything. Now, also, whoever, whoever, uh, they, whoever decided to put the piano bed behind it made it very ominous. So the whole production, I'm going to give an A+. Um, also, I feel like there's a very special ALF episode that this guy would really love. <laughs> if anyone gets that I reference don't get it either. you don't remember the alf episode where the giant roach comes down no oh, okay i barely remember any alf yeah like i loved alf but i just remember they didn't, fucking, they didn't hold in very well yeah what was the dad's name will was the kid was willie oh i don't know i don't remember names like, jesus alf what are you doing <laughs> yeah. mrs akamonic is gonna kill me that's good that's fucking good this fucking dude would just be yelling at alf all the time that dude's super dead um yeah I'm just guessing so, this guy wants to fuck roaches, I guess. This guy I don't even know what to, to say about that. Dude. I know. I kind of like... took me. I legit mean you didn't. You didn't hear this beforehand, did you? No. Yeah. No. So me and Dale are. are I let not... Jenny listen to it last night. Uh huh. And she was, she was not happy. No. Why she, would you be? She was like, I. Uh, so I don't know if I want you in my room made him want to fuck roaches. Yeah, Kafka. Yeah. That's very Kafka esque, if I do say so. Fucking roaches. I mean. 
I'm a lot of people have, have, have read Kafka. I don't know if anybody has had that. <laughs> At least they've not said it. There's I don't know if there's some society of people Kafka readers that that uh, have sexual fantasies about cockroaches. Um. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm speechless. speechless? <laughs> this is fucking Reddit, man. This is fucking Reddit. It's crazy. Know. Yeah. He just, all I know is I, I have a movie idea, and uh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna happen. About a guy yeah. having sex. With oh, Cronenberg's gonna do the special effects. <laughs> this dude's fucking roaches. <laughs> I see it already. It's a hit. It's a clear. It's a clear vision to you at this point. Now it. here's here's the one advantage. Now I'm always trying to look at the 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 bright side of things. Here's the one advantage that I think this guy has is that if he cannot uh, get off having sex with a real human woman without fully being immersed in the fantasy that she is a cockroach, then the quality uh, of the, the the woman that he's having sex with, you know what I mean? Like, the, shouldn't matter. Yeah. Shouldn't matter. So, so that should open up a whole wider breadth of availability of women out there because. What she looks like shouldn't be a factor if he's just going to be picturing her as a giant fucking roach. Yeah, a giant. She's just really in a the giant... pupa or larva stage. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think the fatter and nastier probably the better for this. Well, guy. I, I mean, whatever. If he's if he's if he's so far into the fantasy that he, he's picturing her with fucking you know all those legs and wings and this is this is pretty. Maybe gross. a chick. <laughs> maybe a chick with some fibrous humps. Yeah, right. The, Elephant man titus. The, the comments are so good. Like one of the guys on Reddit is like, "This poor Ugh. guy couldn't even have sex with the lights on, or she'd run and hide." <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a good one. They have like the the, the people like uh, they have um the guy's name the the commenter on Reddit is I love Roach. Mm-hmm. Um, and they tell stories of like the rest of it. There's there's a lot more to it than that. But I'd um, rather fuck Roach from the people under the stairs than fuck an actual cockroach. Think? That's him. Except he probably wouldn't really be good at head because no tongue. Yeah, the guy does it in, in his stories because there's stories like the Kafka story, like the I Love Roach kind of writes one, and uh, he he's a little daily esque. He, he might be a daily hero in the in the, in hiding because uh, he goes on a cocaine bender while furiously copulating with a container of live roaches as a version the therapy. Fuck. Huh? Yeah, and like Danny Danny uh, Cuban D. Was uh, was telling me how he read like the the preface to this. Like, there's a lot, mm-hmm. and I was not going into it. I was like, I've got the audio. I read a little bit of the of the stuff, and I'm not doing it. But it tells like how he worked his way up to that as a child, and it was like him like jerking off onto a wall or something. And then he noticed that like the fucking the the the, the super jizz on the wall from time to time would have roaches on it, and then <laughs> it just evolved into this nonsense that you see before you. But um, I thought that that would open enlighten the uh, the show is like. Our, our one, thank you, thank you uh, very much, uh, Cuban D. Uh, thank you for putting yourself out there. I, the, I love the fact, the I mean, this is something that we would never find. Never, yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is almost up there with Jizzbox. The, yeah, who also, also a Cuban also D story. Also Cuban D story. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Cumbox is definitely Cuban D as Cuban well. Cuban D coming through. Uh, here's the thing that, I, I mean, I, I get that it's anonymous, so, but like, you know, this guy is, is worried about his girlfriend's going to break w- up with him with, which by the way, dude, she fucking is. And, and, uh, and then, and then he's worried that she's going to go and tell people, but he's willingly putting this out on the internet in front of, mil- I'm guessing millions of people have seen this at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause if the, the there's so many levels to Reddit that if there's a story that even surfaces the, the Cuban D level, then it's already been seen by, you know, multiple thousands or millions of people. So he's willing to put this shit out there. It's just, 
I guess he's not willing to attach a face to it. I mean, at that point, you should just fucking do what I do is start a podcast and tell everybody your deepest, darkest secrets for no reason. Like how you thought a place was called Parisia until you're almost in middle aged. All right. Should we name his podcast like the Parisian <laughs> Kukaracha <laughs> hour? Uh, that's a weird one. I'm all down for sexual fetishes. I could I could normally ride with you if you if you were to sit here and start telling me about crazy shit that you like to do like Daly does all the time. I'll be like, I'm into it, man. But uh, having sex with a cockroach. That's fucking bizarre. <laughs> Cot Blanche. There's enough perversions within your own species. Okay. Moving right along. <sighs> Thank you once again, Cuban D. Damn it. Dev, I kept an, uh, a, a story in here. That, mm-hmm. Like I like to go back and listen to the old shows just to make sure mm-hmm. we don't do what what I, I used to hear you and, and Richie do. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. What about the story you were going to start? And then you didn't do it. Then what the hell happened? Well, I'm sorry. I, I, this before we move on, I, this reminds me of a story. I, can, I, can I regress here? Yeah. And, but this is in a story that I've told on this podcast before. Was Richie like looking at a bunch of Texas cockroaches? No, like, there. Where's the thorax produce? There was there was a morning um, where uh, a, a a girl that I went to bed with the night before turned into a cockroach. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Inventing the Abbots. It, it, uh, it, um, it, me and Richie were in college. It was when we were in our apartment in college. And, um, and, uh, uh a girl who, uh, was nice enough to, to, to come to bed with me the night before after a party. And we had a good time as you do. Now, here's the deal is like in our younger, shallow days, uh, uh, me and Richie had kind of dubbed this girl maybe like not worthy. Uh, you know how you do when you're a younger, when you're a younger guy, you have like, you maybe are a little bit more harsh towards the 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 appearance of women than than you should be when you grow up and you become a more mature human being. We were like twenty year old children, and uh, this girl was a girl who was like always kind of trying to to get my attention, but but I wasn't really into. But then one night, uh, a lot of drinking occurred. How many zemas in? It, it, there was a lot of zemas, uh, and um, uh, and uh, we uh, and we decided to. I decided to let it happen. And and Richie was kind of giving me even sh- that sounds pompous as fuck. I know. I'm I look. Just, I'm just gonna I know. Tell it out I know. There. I'm saying I'm fully aware. We're talking about twenty year old Devin here, Chauvinist seventeen kid. years ago. It's a completely bitch. different person. Um, fucking uh, much skinnier, better hairline. <laughs> fucking uh, that Devin was a, was a much more pompous human being. So fucking um, uh, so Richie was had give, was giving me shit that night about like, are you really gonna do this, dude? Like you're that desperate tonight or something like that. Anyway, the night went down. It was a wonderful night with a wonderful human being. Wherever she is in life, I'm, I hope I wish her the best. But the pro- the thing was, is I woke up the next morning having a dream, and in my dream, I was rubbing something in my hands. And as I slowly woke up, I woke up and looked to the right of me where the girl had passed out, and she was not there. And then I realized that I was actually rubbing something in my hands, and I looked over. And in my hands was a cockroach oh, that, that, no. that with my thumb, I was lightly rubbing its belly. And I looked at the cockroach. Oh. I looked at the cockroach and the cockroach was enjoying the rub down. It was like, oh. ah. it was like I was slowly somehow in the middle of the night. I had slowly picked up a cockroach in my hands and was slowly rubbing it with my thumbs and woke up to that. And then the joke from there on, because the girl had disappeared and the cockroach was there, is that in the middle of the night she turned into a cockroach. There we go. Uh, That's the story. Now we can move on. It's disturbing on many levels. <laughs> yeah. those- now, I want to clarify. I had no sexual fucking uh, feelings for the cockroach. 
None at all. Yeah, because you were as a matter of fact chauvinist. You were like, I didn't even give a fuck. It was just How? I didn't even know the cockroach. Here's name. the deal: the cockroach was like a six. All right. Yeah. College dev did you not were, fuck sixes. But here's the other thing you didn't think about: you were that drunk. There was never a girl there. <laughs> it was always the cockroach, bro. Ew. Oh fuck! Ew. I never thought of that. Oh, your thorax. Oh, maybe I am that guy. <laughs> That's why Rich is, is this like, like a Tyler really, Durden bro? Thing? Is that what you're doing? You're that desperate thing? Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> That's not a real produce. <laughs> oh, the visual of that. The, you, for those of Dev you, Dev got so drunk last night. Dev he went to bed rubbing, with a cockroach. Simulating the rubbing of the roach was one of the most disgusting things. It's not even that worse. It's terrible of a gesture. The roach was enjoying the fuck out of it. The roach was like, ah, thanks. And then as soon as, and then I threw it across the room and I freaked out. But yes, that's hilarious. Back then, it wasn't one of the roaches from Joe's apartment. That's true. All right, moving on. But that was my story. Moving on. Going back to a story that you wanted to talk about last week, and I was like, that's so weird. I was going to make it part of this this episode, and then we didn't. Oh right. Mm -hmm. That would be. The the fitness girl, the French fitness model, yeah. who died from an exploding whipped cream. Lay it down on us, because I don't know if this was like a national story. I just kind of picked it up. I heard about it and was intrigued by it. Um, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's crazy though. Um, so what happened was this uh, French fitness model who's famous on Instagram. Um, it's uh, Rebecca B likes. It's all one word. Rebecca with uh, two C's and an A, and then B. Dope I K E S. She was, I guess, making some uh, whipped cream as people, like, I think people in Paris, those Parisians. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Uh huh. That's fucking crazy, actually. Maybe this is where I, I learned the fact that Parisian was actually from Paris. It, it might be. But um, so she was, uh, it says here, a popular social media fitness personality died after what can only be described as a freak accident involving a whipped cream canister. Yeah. So uh, Rebecca Berger uh-huh. was a French fitness blogger and competitor with more than 150,000 Instagram followers. According to a cautionary Instagram post written by her family, a pressurized whipped cream dispenser exploded, hitting the 33-year-old in the thorax and sending her into cardiac arrest on Sunday. That, this was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so it said, this is an example of the whipped cream siphon that can, uh, and I'm going to put it up on the... Uh, what was she doing with the whipped cream? Whipped cream? Hopefully she, she wasn't trying to huff it because I don't think that works anymore. No, no, no. I think they, they, she was just making it for her breakfast. Um, whipped cream for breakfast and she's a fitness model? Yeah. I can't nice. have a fucking a couple tortilla chips without feeling guilty. All right. Number one, I'm just gonna say it, and all respect for the dead. That ass, though. That listen, listen. This is uh, this fucking article is from CNN, mm-hmm. and CNN thought clever enough to just use like the kindest of photos of her. Yeah, she's a beautiful, and beautiful girl. They had dope ass. Yeah, there's the cracker. See, like that's a whip it right. That's an old school, uh, fucking whipped cream. CNN went and raided like they oh this is new they changed it uh-huh. so this is a nice picture of her it's a loss you can see those Hulk Hogan veins in her arms because mm-hmm. she doesn't fuck around she's got twenty four inch pythons she's doing it she's doing it but then they showed that nice, blood out uh-huh. that ass relax it daily <laughs> he's like now it's perfect <laughs> now she's in the perfect yeah, state right. for me uh huh but um they show these pictures of her and they're like oh it's so terrible rest in peace and it's like her. And oh, look this, at that dog. This dog's clearly The dog's awesome. It's fucking winking. It's Because it's coming. 
That's Have you ever seen a dog's <laughs> face like that before? I don't want to think of it sexually. I just want to think that dog's enjoying himself. But yeah, she's pleasing a dog. Uh huh. And then uh, Jesus Christ! Oh, See, that, this took no, a fucking that, turn already. That came out poor. I didn't yeah. mean that to be dirty. She's the girl is dead. Respect the dead. Holy camel toes. Yeah, CNN put up these these pictures. Thank of her you, that CNN. I was like, "Geez, Louise, CNN." But this is this is the thing that 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 sparked my attention to this whole deal. Is, it is all that of her beauty marks? She's thirty. She's well. There's a lot of beauty marks. There's a lot of beauty yeah. there. She's thirty three years old. So, in the general scheme of things, a, a very young adult. Um, obviously, very physically fit. Uh, uh, obviously, a healthy eater. Obviously, in peak physical condition. And yet, uh, a, a small trauma to her chest sends her into cardiac arrest. Like that's that's something that you don't, and and you know, it's something you don't think of happening ever. And yeah. and it, it was now. Granted, I'm taking a look at the whipped cream thing now, and it, it was more of a, a home kind of whipped cream. No, it's not not in France. Right. This is a like you know we have the Soda Stream here. Uh huh. This is something that they use in France. Whipped cream is a big part. It's not like like the whipped cream that we they, they yeah. make the same kind and they put it on their shit. Like right. she probably eats it in moderation, but they still eat it. Mm-hmm. And um, her parents put up that picture of the uh, of the whipped cream canister, and it, they put on on the Instagram. This is an example of the whipped cream uh, siphon that exploded and hit Rebecca's throat, leading to her death. Her family wrote um, under the so it hit her throat. It, yeah, the thor- this yeah, is, uh, right thorax. above the right, right above the chest plate, kind of. Yeah, which I always thought this was the uh, the pharynx or oh, I can't even. The, I thought it was the I, Jack Palance. If there's one thing I'm worse at it's, than geography, it's, it's fucking body it's parts. The throat. Mm-hmm. All you need to know is the weenus uh-huh. and the pedus. Yeah, I know the weenus and the pedus and, and uh, the meats and the meats and uh, and Steve clear of the scrambled eggs. <laughs> But she, the parents put this up and the, the newspaper, regional newspaper, local to uh, the Parisians, you know, those people. Yeah, and I, I know them now. Um, Lial Alsace, mm-hmm. I'm giving it a Spanish accent for some reason, uh, reported that Berger's heart stopped during the accident and she was temporarily revived by paramedics but later died at the hospital. Like Jesus. That shit fucked her up so bad. And it says, though it sounds incomprehensible... And the specific cause of the burger's death has not been confirmed. Serious injury due to whipped cream dispensers is not unheard in France. 60 million consumers, a French consumer group, says such pressurized devices have led to sec- serious injuries. Really? So there's people getting chipped up from whipped cream fucking in, dispensers in, in all France. over the place. Yeah. Um, including the loss of an eye in one case and chest fractures in another. Huh. All right. So this is not uncommon. It's just that this person was like a a, a big uh, Instagram person, so it, it got a lot more attention than normal. Right. But um, not uncommon. All right. In in France, it was just an interesting story to me because it, because of the fact that uh, that she is a fitness model, and the fact that essentially this junk food canister had enough pressure. Like, what is she doing eating whipped cream? Also, how does it have enough pressure to fucking stop the heart of a of a generally young, well fit woman? I don't understand that either. Um, I I don't understand how like that she was just making this and it was her custom and then it just broke and exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like it doesn't really tell you. Like I was like, all right, was she alone? Like how did she call right. paramedics? Like how did how did they find her? Like how long did they get wait to get to her? Like none of the details are there. And then I tried looking other. Okay. Um, it, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's like, I mean, there's really not much to talk about. It's a, it's an unfortunate freak accident, but, but it was just a, so freaky. It was very interesting yeah. that, uh, 
And as somebody who's huffed a lot of whipped cream in my life, I just, <laughs> I just fucking it hit home a little bit. Yeah, it's just it's a gnarly situation. I I I'm a I'm a single gentleman and I live on my own. I spend a lot of time by myself. And sometimes I think about that, like when I'm eat, like late at night when I'm eating dinner or whatever. I'm like, what would happen sure. if I just start choking right now? Nobody like that's it. I mean, I guess with cell phones, I could fucking call nine one one or like call, call my next door neighbor and be like, I'm choking, I'm Heimlich me or something like that. Hopefully, but like I don't know. You've got people in some pretty near proximity to you. That's you true. Know, so you could choke your ass over to their house. That, yeah, I guess. Or, or I could like, do that. Text them choking on my way over. <laughs> I, but I think about that sometimes. What, what are you going to do? I mean, I, I I don't know if I told. Oh no, I wasn't telling daily. Uh, uh, Jenny has a friend whose mother um, passed away a couple of years ago in a, in what they thought to be a car crash. Mm-hmm. And she was alone, making her morning commute to work. And they were like, "Oh, she must have had a heart attack and died." No, she choked on a buttered roll, and Ugh, that made her roll, get into a car roll. crash. The car crash. And uh, she fucking died by asphyxiation. Wow! From a buttered roll, like that's fucking nuts. You know, this day and age, there was a dude. Don't know. There was a dude that uh, one of our one of our uh, contemporaries uh, from the same area that we were in that died a few years ago, and he died choking in a restaurant with people around him. That's fucking crazy when i hear shit like that that's not the only time i've heard of that yeah i just want to fucking smack every single person in the place i mean how could that even happen like you feel like there's safety in numbers or something but this dude was at a restaurant eating with people started choking and no one could save him and he yeah. actually died i mean if i couldn't clear with a heimlich I, i'm not afraid to uh what do you call that trach somebody yeah, yeah, yeah i'll trach a motherfucker in a heartbeat right I'll tell you what, versus I just, them dying Sure. Yeah. I'll go let someone At die least in give front it a of me. Shot. I'll grab the nearest chopstick and just jam. Even if they weren't choking, I'll just jam somebody in the fucking <laughs> in the throat with the Plus, chopstick. Yeah, it's a cool way to get away with stabbing right. someone yeah. in the throat. <laughs> I I I uh I don't know what it is the way I sleep or something like that. But sometimes I choke like and, and I do it standing up. I'll choke on my own saliva. Mm-hmm. Like and it goes down the wrong pipe and all of a sudden I'm choking and I've learned to like control it as best I can where I just kind of am still until like whatever's going to happen happens. Uh-huh. But I constantly wake up in the middle of the night. I'm choking like fucking crazy. I wake up choking. Really? And Jenny is like the dead. Like I, I, I wake, so I kind of like, wake <gasps> her up after it's all snoozing? over. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll like wake her up when it's all over and I'm like, one day you're going to fucking wake up and I'm going to be dead because you have no clue of what's going on around you. I was just choking. What? Yeah. All right. Are you okay? All right. Then don't wake me up. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you. Uh. Hate you. You're going to wake up next to my corpse. And for those of you out there, if, she, if it does happen and she has woken up next to me and, and she says, oh, he died in his sleep, I probably choked to death and she probably could have done something about right. it. So that's on you, Jen. But at the same time, she made us these really cool beer koozies. So I'm going to go ahead and forgive her for any, pre- for any uh, future deaths of spouses. Bitch. I will actually go to uh, I'll actually round, round up all the beer koozies and go to her trial in her defense and be like <laughs> exhibit a these hey you're part of uh, awkward i5 beer koozies and then the whole the whole jury of her peers will be like oh yeah there's no way this girl killed no. her husband what's gonna happen is you're gonna say that and then judge is gonna be like oh you're in the wrong courtroom <laughs> The uh, the uh, the court case against you is next door, <laughs> and that's exhibits A, B, and C. So I'll I'll thank you to go put that back into the evidence locker. All right, maybe. Oh, oh, oh. everyone. All right, do we have a daily grind? Uh, we do. Let's get a daily grind. Let's, let's do a daily grind, and then uh, and then we got to do the Saturday show. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, but everybody who listens to the show on Saturday, just pretend that we're doing it on Saturday. Pretend. Theater of the mind, people. Don't think about the fact that it doesn't have a this day in history <laughs> because maybe it's the same day. <laughs> but it's because we care about you. We're not deadbeat dads. Just, no. Hey. Ah, oh, uh, you didn't plug it in, and oh. you hit the wrong sound effect. Wait, hang on. You could just do one from last year. No, it's not that I didn't plug it in. It's that when I, I do it that way. Uh, hey! You're part of it. All right. When I plug in the TV, mm-hmm. I can't have the audio plugged in. I get it. It makes noise. I get it. I was, I was being a... Uh, Is this a five o'clock free crack giveaway? But no, before we get into Daily's uh, Grind here, I just want to introduce the new intro to Daily's Grind. Oh, shit. All right. Cut Blanche. I just got the death stare from Daily. I didn't even I didn't even see it at first. I felt it in my temple. You God know, that, damn it. it. That was the other one I was gonna put off. So that that's gonna happen too. But here we go, Daily. Let's let's watch. Get your skateboard. You do your bed, though, because I like it. Yeah. I'm, so- I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Quit! Devin asked, not me. This is a bunch of shit. All hey. right. So, uh... Oh, yeah, I gotta do my little fucking shits. Daily Crunch. Yeah. There we go. How dare you fucking ruin the intro to Daily Grind, you son of a bitch. <laughs> So uh, I'd like to apologize for the part I took by saying zeitgeist. God, I revoke my zeitgeist. I, I don't know if I can do this. I'm so I'm so thrown off my game. Come on, zeitgeist. Hey! You're part of it. Technically, we're part of the zeitgeist, <laughs> but sure. So uh, a, a Florida man is banned from ordering pizza after getting arrested for prank calls. <laughs> <laughs> Adults who make prank calls once in a while are just playing around. But an adult who uses five different phone lines to crank call pizza joints on a daily basis for three weeks straight uh, has a real problem with pizza. (laughs) Randy Riddle from Sebastian, Florida, has been convicted of crank calling several pizza parlors in his town to the point of felony harassment. Over three weeks of watching Riddle, police say that Riddle placed numerous calls for pizzas and then refused to pay, ordered pizza to fake addresses, or simply called pizzerias to tell them their food sucked. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now, on the level of Florida things, this is pretty mild, but... It's it's weird. This dude's out of his mind. He allegedly used five different phone numbers to carry out his campaign of pizza terror. <laughs> and he cost Is the restaurant. Holy shit. That makes it so much better seeing the Wait, guy. so he has a mugshot? So is it, wait, is that a mugshot or is he getting a haircut? Yeah, it looks it looks, it looks <laughs> like he's got one of those fucking <laughs> Why does he have a fucking uh, a haircut tarp thing around him? Yeah, if Jen was here she could tell us what those are called. Yeah. I, but that's what cape. it looks like to me too. It's called a cape. 
Kate? This gentleman is 49 years old. I, when you said an adult, I was, I was thinking like a 25-year-old kid who's getting stoned and fucking around with his friends. This guy is a overweight, uh, hobbit-looking hobbit 49-year-old. Um, listen, listen. Be, be careful with Randy Riddle, okay? Okay, I'm sorry, Randy Riddle. I'm going to be completely brutal honest to you, my friend. On the evolutionary scale, if you look here, we have a nice... I'm pointing at you, Dev. Uh-huh. A nice, in-shape, works out, meditates, handsome man. Oh, thank you. Up on that board... <laughs> We have a man oh. in the worst of his life. That's true. And then if shit did shit. not go well, uh-huh. you got Randy fucking Riddle. That's true. Wow. I could have turned into Randy Riddle. I mean, if you squint, yeah. <laughs> if you fucking squint, I mean, beard, the, the hair is even, he's even got a comb the same way as you do. No, no disrespect. He's, he's just got less of it. But. Don't be dissing on Randy Riddle. He could have been the retired guy who was once the stunt double in Amityville Horror. Right, you're right. You're right. You know what? I you're, I, I see so clearly now. You're completely <laughs> correct. If I stayed down the road of 2014, Devin, I could have easily been uh, getting five different phone lines and harassing pizza places in Florida TJ's at 49. Yeah, we got to put that on the website. <laughs> <laughs> those, those pictures side by side. No, I'm not putting. No, I'm not. I'm not, not being not part of that either. <laughs> if, if if people, I've had people now ask me about my license picture, and uh, and I'm about to get a new one. It's about to be expired, but I'll hold on to it. And if anybody, AF, uh, any AHI five listeners. <laughs> Uh, fucking want to meet me in person? I'll gladly show it to you, but I'm not putting my depression picture no, on the internet. No, I would it's not never happening. do that either. In fact, now having a, a giant blown up uh, version of it on your wall, I don't mind at all. That's totally fine, but it's not going up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Every week, I mean to like make a second copy so that I can start drawing bodies of it <laughs> on my marker board. But what, wait, so what happened to this? Like, is that so, it? so I mean, ultimately, it costs. Wow, it's ne- I've never hit the end of that. That's all right. Yeah, I can't. I can't do this and just pure silence. Yeah, give us the hey, start man. it up again. Yeah. No, go ahead, run with it. We're coming to the end anyway. Let's we let's sure wrap are. this up. I'll do some arcade. Oh, yeah, phone. Yeah, there we go. Six hundred and sixty-seven dollars total damages. Uh, that's a lot of pizza. While Riddle was doing all, unless of this, you're in New Jersey and you order a couple toppings, and that's about four pizzas. Yeah. yeah, he apparently made a number of harassing calls to the police department, city hall, and the Department of Health. Randy now isn't allowed to call for pizza anymore. Oh man! If he does, he'll uh, his bond will be revoked. And he'll go straight to prison. <laughs> so yeah, dude can't call for pizza. So he's lost his pizza privilege. That's like a, an American right that we all should f- hold dear. And he so lost he it. Lost the most basic of fucking privileges. He fucked. Up. You know, Randy Riddle, much like driving, calling for pizza is a privilege. Can you abuse that privilege? And now you lose. <laughs> All right, is that is that the crime? That's it, man. I'm thrown off at the fact that I could have turned into Randy Riddle. It, I I didn't want to hit you that hard, but I was like, be nice to Randy, my friend. As I look at you, and then above you to the right is that picture of you, and then to my right on the TV is Randy Riddle. I'm like, Ugh. that's <laughs> like when fucking um when what's his face uh, from Jackass? Uh, I don't know. The, 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 his best friend burnt up and, and he's oh, the main Jesus guy why can't Christ. Bam Margera when Bam Margera used to make fun of his fucking uncle uh, oh yeah yeah and yeah and now, now he's a he's fat like fuck fucking too. one step away yeah, it's true well so no he, he knew know. that's where he was going oh did he yeah he's always known Don Vito rest in peace what a no, life you don't rest escape genetics man that's true is Vito dead I can thank my dad for that yeah he died oh shit I yeah. did not know yeah alright oh wait I almost hit the opening song Anna 3 Anna 2 Anna I miss your taste and you'll see through 
Thank you for listening to the Tuesday edition of the Awkward High Five podcast. Hopefully you're listening to this on a Tuesday and I didn't go home and just fall asleep and forget to put it up like I did the Patreon episode. Go on Patreon, leave $5 or more, and you're going to get two extra episodes a month and, and some pretty cool swag that's coming your way soon. Uh, I promise. We were brainstorming on t-shirt ideas before. It's happening. It's in the works. It's going down. And if you're a contributor to the show, you're getting all that shit for free. So you can support your favorite podcast. I don't know what that is, but you could also support Awkward High Five. Yeah, when you're done supporting that podcast, yeah. think about you know one of your others. Otherwise, if you don't want to contribute that way to the show, one of the biggest things that help us is uh, going on uh, iTunes and leaving a written review. A long time ago, we said once we had 100, we were going to throw a party, and I'm holding true to that. I just haven't said it in a while, but there is going to be an Awkward High Five live thing at one point, but it's going to be after the 100 written review mark, so let's get us there. I got an idea, actually. You want to this idea that I'll, I'll take the fourth wall down. What if we're going to have a barbecue? Okay. And for those local Patreons who can be here, we'll have a barbecue where we do the show at either Dog Pound or uh-huh. another location, the main location. And some Patreons can come and sit down and ask us a question and have a couple minutes or just during ha- the or show. Yeah, just hang out just with chill. us. Yeah. And uh, we'll take turns letting everyone else have a chance at the mic. And, sure. Uh, we'll fucking be a free for all. Yeah. I'm I'm down. That's that's been my whole vision for this thing is just to have a place where everyone could come and hang out anyway. And at this point, I'm done being nice. I'm gonna kidnap Richie and I'm gonna feed him a fucking goldfish. Oh, you mean RTG who fucking uh, wants to be a guest on his own podcast? Yeah, we can make him a guest. Through this cloud, seen a few sure things. <laughs> With breath, wanna smoke you up. Even though my chest hurts, smoke you up. Get more, bit less, wanna smoke you up. Inhale my best, and I'm out of luck. With love, with breath, wanna smoke you up. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.